By Muskoka for Muskoka, your collection of Muskoka-based talk shows. Muskoka Magazine, The Bay 88.7. Brought to you by Dairy Lane Dental, keeping Muskoka smiling for over 30 years. Visit DairyLaneDental.com. And welcome to the Riding Report. I have MPP Graydon Smith with me. He's the MPP for Perry Sound Muskoka, also the uh, Minister in Charge of Natural Resources and Forestry. How are you doing, Graydon? I'm great, and it's good to be with you again, Joe. Yeah, it's been a little bit of a, a while since uh, we've had you in, and I know we've uh, spoken on the phone a couple of times. But, you know, things are, are starting to... Uh, I, I say get busier uh, down at Queen's Park. I know that uh, members are sitting once again after the summer break. And one of the things that happens when government comes back to the House is that they start uh, talking about the budget. And uh, just this past week, the fall economic statement was released. And we've gone from having what was anticipated to be a $1.3 billion deficit to something that's going to be over $5 billion. Can you care to comment about that? Yeah. You know, I think our finance minister, um, A, is doing a great job and, and B, um, you know, is, is really taking a, a kind of a responsible approach towards provincial finances and making sure that you know, in uncertain economic times, we can still deliver on the, the promise that we've made to everybody in Ontario, which is, uh, you know, there's a lot of things we need to build. Um, there's a, a lot of concern around affordability. Um, you know, we've made commitments around health care. We've made commitments around uh, long-term care and, and infrastructure, and we want to meet all those goals and the, and the housing targets that we've you know, laid out, too. Um, but, you know, the, these are challenging economic times, and, um, you know, he, he has built a, both a budget um, and provided a, an update um, this fall that, that, you know, recognizes the times we're in and, you know, is making a, kind of according uh, adjustments to make sure that Ontario continues to thrive. Okay, so we're spending a little bit more money this year than we anticipated, but the government still says they expect to uh, start posting surpluses in 2025. Is that correct? Yeah, I mean, I think we're always looking forward, right, in the, in the financial world as to you know, where we're at today, but where we're going for tomorrow. And uh, we've tried to, uh, again, start a, a responsible and realistic financial path in Ontario. And, and there is some variability right now, but you know, we've always uh, made made that promise to again to Ontarians that we're going to accomplish a lot, but also be very you know respectful of their tax dollars and finances, and get into a, a position where um, you know we, we we can be in surplus, and so that's that's the goal. All right. So, what's the big takeaway from you as for what the average general constituent that they would think is really sort of this is good for me? What what did come out of that economic statement? You know, I, I think everyone's concerned about personal finances these days, and, and rightly so. Uh, it's, it's a challenge out there for a lot of people right now uh, with where interest rates are at uh, and just the general affordability of being able to buy, uh, you know, certain items. And, you know, when I, when I um, saw the statement or, or, or read the statement and, and heard the finance minister's words, one of the things that he's, you know, very focused on is, that affordability piece and, and continuing the, the cut to the gas tax that's been in place for a while now, but, but recognizing that that needs to go on because that puts 
of dollars a year back into the pockets of uh, people in this riot. Uh, it'll probably felt even more here just because uh, of the fact that it, it, it's still a, you know, a car and truck world here. We've got vast distances to cover in our rural riding and, and places to get to and uh, being able to pay a little bit less of the pump every time you go uh, makes a big difference to folks. Right. Um, I think the, you know, the other thing on the healthcare front, which should mean um, uh, something to every single um, uh, person out there, but especially for women, is the lowering of the screening for breast cancer uh, through mammographies uh, at that age from uh, 50 to 40. Um, you know, we've all got loved ones that um, we, we know of, uh, you know, had, had a, uh, a rough time with cancer and, and breast cancer, especially for women, is an incredibly important issue. And we want to make sure that we're giving, uh, you know, everyone the, the best chance for early detection. Um, and I think, you know, this, this, that extends to people on this ride. Uh, so I think that's, that's really, really important. Um, the, the one other thing uh, I'd highlight is, you know, we're continuing to make investments in skilled trades. And a uh, billion dollars over three years for the skilled trade strategy um, you know, getting people uh, trained up and, and able to participate in building Ontario, which is really one of the themes of the government. Uh, we need uh, you know, all hands on deck, right? We, we need um, all sorts of people throughout uh, the continuum of the building cycle, uh, including the skilled trades, to, to be there for us to help get the job done. And, and we want to make sure that you know, these people have uh, great jobs and, and um, you know, the skilled trades can certainly provide them. Okay. Now, can we talk about housing? I mean, one of the things that was in the uh, statement was that you were going to eliminate the provincial portion of the HST on purpose-built rental homes. And uh, the feds have done the same thing to, you know, spur, I think, uh, the building of more rentals, which is something that is definitely needed across Ontario, but specifically here in Perry Sound, Muskoka. Really excited by this step as well. I, you know, the finance minister was not uh, uh, silent in his call for the feds to remove the federal portion uh, of the HST, um, and has asked for that for a long time. Uh, so when that happened, it, you know, it opened the door for the province to be able to take uh, our step uh, together in harmony with the federal government, and and that means you know, thirteen percent um, when you combine the 8% provincial portion and the 5% federal portion on on these new rental buildings. And that should really incent uh, more people to, to uh, in the development community to, to want to put those types of buildings up. We know we need them um, in our riding um, and in all three in Ontario. Uh, we've had, uh, I, I think, you know, pretty good numbers, pretty good numbers, um, certainly better than um, anything in recent history in terms of getting purpose-built rentals projects going. Throughout Ontario, uh, I think this is just going to make that even better. So I'm very excited about that. Okay. And one last thing. Now that the Greenbelt properties are sort of off the shelf, what is the government doing now to find land to, you know, build all those homes that they promised, uh, you know, last year? Minister Colandra, who's taken over that portfolio, has, has done a lot of engagement with municipalities since, uh, uh, since he took this on and one of the things he's asked is to you know hear back from municipalities uh, in very short order about 
what they saw in the housing class force report that was produced uh, a little while ago uh, and those elements that you know really speak to their community and how we can uh, put all those together to encourage and instant development not only in the big communities that have the housing target and have signed you know the, the pledge uh, and made that commitment, but I think in communities all throughout Ontario, including ours here in the riding. Um, I, I know, and I have said this directly to the minister, you know, in, in, in communities like ours, we've got a real opportunity to participate in the overall solution of, of housing in Ontario, but, it's, but especially, you know, housing here for, for our folks and, and anybody that wants to come here. Um, we've got the land to do it. We've got um, the uh, ability to do it. And I think a lot of willing councils out there uh, that, that want to do it. So uh, I think we're uh, able to punch above our weight locally in terms of uh, getting homes and, and houses built. And on a provincial scale, um, you know, the minister is uh, very, very focused on, you know, uh, reaching that goal in 2031 of 1.5 million homes, but also in the short term of, um, you know, making sure that we're able to take advantage of every opportunity that presents itself. Okay, cool. We're running out of time, but quickly, um, if you just sort of like wrap up uh, what you think is uh, your overall feeling on what uh, the circumstances are or the future lies for Ontario and specifically Muskoka after that economic statement. Yeah, you know, I think it recognizes the the kind of volatility of the times that we're in, um, but is an extremely optimistic document um, and a realistic document that um, speaks to, to where we're at and where we want to go. That we've got a very clear plan. Government is very much focused on that plan. Nothing is going to uh, make us waver from it. Um, and, and we're going to get the job done that we promised Ontarians in terms of housing, in terms of you know, building that critical infrastructure for the future. And, and I'm uh, really excited that you know we continue to, to march towards that goal. Okay. Well, thank you very much. That's been MPP Graydon Smith, the MPP for Perry Sound Muskoka. I'm Jeff Carter. That is the Writing Report.